0: Hey guys, welcome back to Self Love Saturdays. I am so happy that you've been sticking it out with me. We are already on episode number six and I cannot believe we are making it through this many episodes so far. I am really, really grateful for all of the messages I've been receiving lately of my new listeners that have been tuning in. Welcome to the HFS squad. I love connecting with you guys on my Instagram, Healthy Fit Strong, and on my website, www.healthyfitstrong.com. I love seeing your comments, and I love if you could like and subscribe to keep following me along this journey as we navigate all the ins and outs of my life, my experiences, the common debates that are kind of thrown out into the world via social media and a lot of these shared experiences that I have encountered with friends, family, and networking connections. This is growing into something so unbelievably cool for me where I get to voice my opinions and share a little bit of wisdom with those that are seeking it. So thank you. Okay, so today I want to discuss on episode number six, decision fatigue. I've been getting a lot of questions about this and how I can help try and overcome it. And this was something for me that hit really close to home. So decision fatigue, for those that may not be completely aware, is when you're doing decision making, um, decision fatigue is actually the deteriorating quality of decisions made by someone after long sessions of decision-making. So what kind of happens there is that you get exhausted by making all these little decisions and you end up losing a lot of efficiency and productivity. And what can happen there is that you actually end up not maximizing your thought process the same because you're so caught up in all these little tiny detail decisions. Um, a lot of people know about this because of the Mark Zuckerberg way of dressing. It was a bit of a trend a couple of years ago and still a lot of people try it out where you rotate the same type of t-shirts or jeans into your wardrobe and that's kind of it. Um I am not that extreme. I am still working in an office, so I can't necessarily be just wearing jeans and a t-shirt, but I definitely have implemented this into my wardrobe um, a lot more than I thought I ever would. So for me, I started transitioning to a bit more of a basic wardrobe for my day-to-day wear. Um, Don't get me wrong. I still love getting dressed up. I still love throwing on a cute outfit, but wearing an appropriate or rather a work-appropriate sweater that can transition from day to night pretty seamlessly, basic colors, dark denim, a couple of pairs of nice dress pants, a couple of dresses, and a couple of skirts as kind of my go-to's really helped me stop stressing in the mornings when I was trying to get ready for work and also really stopped with this materialistic view of I needed all the best new styles. Um, My closet was crammed (laughs) and It is so not necessary. If you're someone that's super into fashion, that's amazing. Good for you. You do you. But I'm not overtly into fashion. I just constantly felt like I had nothing to wear. So I kind of made within my own closet a bit of a capsule wardrobe. And that was life-changing. I was able to get like 30 more minutes minimum of sleep each morning (laughs) Because I wasn't spent stressing over picking out the perfect outfit just to go to work. I was also left feeling more confident in my choices. I wasn't second guessing the outfits I put on. I knew they worked. I knew they looked good. It was professional still. And it really fit my lifestyle. So that was an amazing decision that I made to help eliminate some of that decision fatigue that was kicking in definitely in my life. Another great way that I found I could introduce solutions to my decision fatigue were in my social life and in my work life. So in my social life, I started laying down some ground rules, which helped me to stop wasting my time. Um, This was Similar to what I discussed in last week's episode of Street Savage, where I recognized what my worth was. I started not putting up with things that weren't bringing me joy, weren't contributing to my happiness and my overall well being. Um, when I started to actually look at what I needed from another person in a mutual, um, relationship whether that was friendship or dating or even from family members I was much happier with the result and there was a lot more open communication there so I made a list of what I was looking for from that specific relationship again friendship or from a partner etc and I realized what I was putting up with, From certain people was just straight up unacceptable. And by limiting my circle, I stopped stressing about the need to go out on a Friday or a Saturday night. I stopped stressing about where we were going to go. And I started living a little bit more casually and I was happier. So (laughs) I definitely had nights where I was freaking out about wanting to try a new spot and I thought to myself, you know I'm just going out with a couple girlfriends we're low-key people. Why don't we just go to the bar that is actually my favorite and we're still gonna have a good time And there's nothing wrong with being a regular at a specific place because again, it relieves you from that tense anxious feeling of well, what if the night goes to shit because, The bar is a flop, (laughs) and it sounds kind of superficial, but that, in and of itself, of like eliminating that potential for a bad friend group or potential for, um, a bad location for the hangout, meetup, date, whatever, was really beneficial. Um, I do suffer from some social anxiety, so it was a way for me to overcome that and still make it out when I needed to go out and wanted to go out, which was amazing. So I highly recommend just stop overthinking about needing to go to the hottest place and go where you're comfortable, go where you know it's going to be a fun time, because I can guarantee you it's going to be a better time at your local pub or at your local dance club that you love and you frequent often. Then if you were to try out a new place and you're uncomfortable and you don't know the layout and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, even just like speaking about it now, I get anxious. (laughs) So I'm really happy. I made that decision to not get so caught up in having to do the latest trendiest bars or having to get myself worked about needing to branch out my friend circle. Um, It really solidified that quality over quantity is definitely the name of the game when it comes to relationships. So that was similar to dating. I began cutting down my dating life quite substantially. Um, I just thought that if I were to go out maybe once a week during the week for a social night and If that happened to be a date, great. If not, then no worries. I am a really outgoing person. So for me, I was able to remove myself from a lot of online dating apps and just let life happen naturally. And I started meeting a lot of great people in person at the gym, at the local coffee shops, at Starbucks, at the bar. It just kind of naturally, organically happened. And I wasn't constantly trying to fill. A social calendar, it was just oh, yep, I'm free this night, great, awesome. And then after that, that was my night free. That was it. I've already filled it. Moving on, start focusing on other things. (laughs) Um, it was it was really nice, it definitely relieved some stress when it came to the dating game in 2019. It can be pretty tough to navigate, and like I discussed in Straight Savage, there's a lot of power and control and a lot of games, and I'm just not about that life. So by eliminating some of that drama, it really cleared up my mind and my perceptions of myself in the dating world too. Moving into my personal life when it comes to health and wellness, I went through a phase where I really wanted to get super, super creative uh, on my meal prep. And I still like to cook. So I like to be a little bit more diverse. But I began writing out three meals and three meals only that I would cook on a Sunday. And then on a Wednesday, I would give myself one meal that I could cook. And on the weekends, I would just kind of use up whatever I had in the fridge. And a lot of times on a weekend I'm out of town visiting family or I'm not really home that much. So I'm maybe only eating one meal a day at home maximum, which I can quickly whip up with leftovers from the fridge or grab something quick on the way home. So by just writing down my list of this is like the newest thing on my Pinterest board or this is quickly what I've been craving. And just limiting myself to just those three set meals, making a two-person portion size and call it a day. Meal prep it down, pack it up, put it in the fridge, and that was it. It made me feel a lot better. I was trying to get super, super diverse in having like a different meal every single day. And it's tough and it takes a lot of extra thought. And it takes a lot of extra energy just planning your meals. And I love cooking, I love eating, I'm such a foodie, but it wasn't bringing me joy to spend slaving away trying to figure out what I wanted to eat. And I realized that I was content to eat a quality meal three times than I was to plan and slave and spend extra money at the grocery store to make six different meals for literally two and a half days. (laughs) It just wasn't for me. And that really eliminated a lot of the strain on my brain when it came to eating and counting macros or trying to eat intuitively. I knew what those meals were going to be for the first couple days. It was the same thing every single lunch or every single dinner. And it gave me a lot of assurance as well that I was eating for my nutritional goals and making sure I was getting all my micronutrients in to make sure that I was fueled and super, super healthy and operating on a great level and that I wasn't skipping out on any essential vitamins or nutrients. So that was a great decision on my part to avoid making all these small, incremental, really unimportant decisions throughout the week. Um I also started to look at my workouts um a bit more basic. I went through a phase where I was trying to also find the latest fitness classes and fads and I was stressing out. <laughs> I was constantly trying to find something else and trying to find a new trial and I keep a gym membership. I love to lift and i just decided to stick with my lifting and i would rotate in a new class once a month and after that i would just try a different style of training once a month for one workout a month and it was so much less planning that i felt like my workouts were actually way more effective and efficient because I was able to just plan really great weightlifting sessions as opposed to trying to get super crazy on my hit and super crazy on bootcamp style classes and everything else. I wasn't rushing to get anywhere. I was more relaxed and I just was in this routine where I knew what my day was going to look like. I knew what my workouts were going to look like. And every six months, every six weeks, I just reevaluate my training program. And that's it. (laughs) So I highly recommend planning a training program for yourself as opposed to trying to wing it in the gym. And I highly recommend sticking to the basics and sticking to workouts that truly make you happy. Because if you do that, then you're not going to be. As anxious or stressed out going into each workout and you're more likely to stick with it as well. I found that I actually was burning more fat. I was really engaging my muscles way more and I was leaving with a much better high each time. So snaps for that because I need my endorphins rush, y'all. So when it comes to decision fatigue... A lot of people are going through this and they don't even realize that they are. So my best tips is just to sit down and take a day and plan. Just figure out where you could shave off some not so important and maybe not so dire decisions. And really just clean it up. So for me, it was wardrobe. Social life and my meals and my workouts. Some people even can sit down and like map out the exact way to get back and forth to work. And that is it, no matter what. They always follow that route. And for them, it makes it a lot easier. They always go home after work. And then from there, they go out. That seems maybe not like the best option for you, but for some people, it really eliminates a lot of these smaller decisions that they're constantly having to make to figure out their life. They go home, they think it through, and then, okay, great, I can go out from here. That is the landing point, and it's really going to remove a lot of taxation from your stress levels. Additionally, I always feel that quality over quantity is the number one rule For efficiency and happiness. Um, If you can make some quality decisions, you're actually going to maximize your thought process, your efficiency, your productivity levels, and you're gonna feel a lot more joyous and a lot less anxious. So take a day, do some planning, make that capsule wardrobe. clean up your social calendar and just stick with the plan when you stick with those plans you're not constantly juggling and freaking out about what could possibly happen and for me that is how I deal with decision fatigue it's not necessarily going to work for some people but a lot of my friends have sat down and discussed these different routes for them and It's kind of been a general consensus that, yeah, like taking that time to do it right the first time is always going to be a better solution than winging it and hoping for the best. So Thank you so much, guys, for joining in and listening to the latest episode of Self-Love Saturdays with Angie Taylor of Healthy, Fit, Strong. I'm so, so grateful that you have stuck it out with me to six episodes, guys. This is huge. I am so proud of myself for sticking with it, and I'm so overwhelmed by the kindness that you have all shown me and the pride that you have instilled in me i am so so appreciative of it all honestly and if you have any ideas or you have any topics that you would like to hear about please email me send me a dm make a comment on the post on this podcast on anything i am always up to date on my messages I really think it's important to make this community open, dialogue, and communicative. So I'm here for you, and I hope that you're here for me as well. I would really appreciate if you could follow, subscribe, like, comment, anything on any platform that you feel comfortable doing. So it really makes a huge difference, and it means a lot to me, guys. I cannot wait till two weeks from now where we do episode number seven for self-love Saturdays. Have an amazing rest of your weekend, guys, and sending you all the love your way.